You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. And now, Reverend Elliot's Magical Window with Reverend Elliot. Live from magic-works.com. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Ask1radio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is Reverend Elliot's Magical Window on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Greetings, fellow seekers of truth, wisdom, and light. This is Reverend Elliot, your friendly neighborhood esoteric practitioner, coming to you live tonight from the city of New York, where we had a taste of spring today. It was 65 degrees today, and it's going to be about 32 tomorrow. This is wonderful stuff. You know, people think that... Um, Occult practitioners are just making it up. You know, what about weathermen? They haven't got a clue what's going on. Would you go to a brain surgeon or a heart surgeon who had the success record of a TV weatherman? Uh, no, not me. Now, if you go, if you go to my website, magic-works.com, and uh, look around there, you'll see that uh, I have an experiment that I've been running on and off for years. I don't, I'm not working that scientifically at it. But you can uh, download a uh, a little chart, and then it tells you how to make a, a pendulum that you can use. And use the chart and the pendulum to predict the weather and let me know how that goes. And uh, I'll put a link to it at my Facebook page, the uh, the one for the tarot show. I don't really do much with the regular Facebook page because... Um, Regular Facebook is too screwy for me. It's just a I, people I never heard of bopping by to argue with me. So what can you do? So here we are at the end of February 2022. It's February 23rd, which means the next show will be February 30th, which is a holiday for me. But, uh, my father, my father's birthday was February 29th, which means that even though he was born well over 100 years ago, uh, I've had more birthdays than he has. So there. I'm actually older than a guy who was born, I think it was 1914. I think that was a leap year. Shows you how much I care, right? It's uh, 1914, who knows? But yeah, the, he was born on, on, on uh, February 29th, which is interesting. I guess all of us in the family, all the men have weird birthdays. I was born on uh, January 5th, which is the Feast of Fools. And according to the uh, the Latin American heritage from which my father sprung, uh, uh, that's Christmas Eve. So, see, there's always some propitious occasion associated with the the birth of, of one of us. I'll tell you why sometime. I mentioned, I've hinted at this now and then. I may have even explained it once or twice in a rudimentary way. The uh, There's a curse on my family. That's uh, one of the reasons that I, I think that some of us are attracted to the occult side of things. Because there definitely was a curse placed by a wonderful benevolent organization of humanitarians called the Spanish Inquisition. So that's, uh, and that explains why they're here uh, in this uh, hemisphere. Why uh, my family, which originated on that side of the family, originated in Spain, ended up in the New World because they ran afoul of the Spanish Inquisition. And it wasn't enough just to banish you in those days. You had to curse people. 
So, you know, you know, you can curse people out today, but that doesn't, that's nothing like cursing people. Now, you know, you can find out how to put curses on people and how to destroy them and how to ruin them for generation unto generation. I have information on that at my website in the chapter on revenge, the page on revenge. I think of it as chapter because to me, my website is like a giant book, free to all. There's nothing there to get. There's nothing there. You know, you're not going to go to my website, magic-works.com, M-A-G-I-C-K-works.com. You're not going to go there and start reading something and then get hit with a thing that says to proceed, log in, and uh, and pay. You know, no, I don't believe in that. I don't. Uh, it's. I like the Internet to be free, if you know what I mean. It's. Uh, I mean, it's not, why would you put something up there and then charge people to see it? What's the point? This, you paid enough for the damn computer, right? Or the phone that you use. So might as well just uh, get as much free information as you can. I got downloads of things that you can do and, uh, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, what, what, you, what, what, is, what, what is happening in the world now? A lot of things changing, of course. There's another world crisis that could end life as we know it. Oh, wait a minute. Doesn't that happen every few years? It's funny, you know, how one dangerous crisis is winding down and another creeps in. If you have lived a few years of, as an adult, you've no doubt noticed that there's always some earth-shattering crisis just around the corner uh, that's going to uh, threaten the very existence of the world. So, yeah, after a while, why bother? Why pay attention to that? It's just a matter of what's the next one going to be or the next one or the next one or the next one or the next one. We're just coming out of the uh, disease thing, which three years ago, people said these things go in three year cycles. And that uh, they, 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 uh, they come about every hundred years, these pandemic things. And they, they burn themselves out after three years, generally. And here we are, you know, we've got, uh, we've got just as people were saying in 2019. And by the way, 2019 is where the 19 comes from in COVID-19. It, it stands for uh, coronavirus disease 2019, because that's when it was discovered. And the people at the time who were in charge of this before media got hold of it said that It'll it'll just it'll run its course and eventually mutate to something highly contagious and eventually will be like a common cold. And you know, no sooner does that happen than World War Three looms on the horizon. You see how this works? This is just very very uh, uh, self serving stuff from people who want to keep you in fear. You want to know about fear? I'll tell you about fear. Magic-works.com, M-A-J-I-C-K-works.com. Go over there and click on the button that says fear. And you'll, you'll read some interesting stuff about fear. Fear, you know what I need to do? I need to put a link up there to the BBC shows called The Power of Nightmares. That's a fascinating series. It's three programs showing how politicians used to sell optimism and joy and a better future, but then they started selling fear. And the world has, uh, you know, not been the same since. It's called The Power of Nightmares, and you can find it online. You can find it at the Internet Archives. I'll put a link to that at my fear page, if I haven't already. See how complicated my website is? I don't even remember what's up there. Sometimes I get a brilliant idea for something to put on my website, and I go there, and I see it's already there. Now, that just could be creeping senility, but, you know, I like to think it's just that I'm compassionate. <laughs> Who knows? What does compassionate mean anyway? Uh, it means that you're feeling with somebody. We had a governor here one time 
similar to the current governor in New York. This was an accidental governor when uh, a governor had to resign because of uh, a scandal. And he used to think that compassionate meant extra compassionate. You know, extra passionate, you know, he would say all the time about people, uh, he'd say, like, it's not just he's not just passionate about this. He's compassionate. He also would say things like it's not just uh, um, the ultimate. It's the penultimate, which, of course, penultimate means less than ultimate. <laughs> so, you know, this is it's it's a wonderful thing for students of the language. But, yeah, go over to that fear thing, because now that the the. Uh, the fear over the illness is subsiding. You got to have a new fear, baby. Got to have a new fear. Now, if you get rid of fear in our culture, what's going to happen is you're going to kill off advertising. You're going to kill off marketing. You're going to kill off everything. Because what you know, I, I spent years in marketing, and a lot of it is based on fear. You've got to buy this product or they won't like you. You've got to buy this product or you're going to smell bad. You've got to buy this product or you're not going to succeed. You, you know, it's, it's, all, it, it's almost all fear-based. For the uh, 20 years that I, uh, my wife and I ran a newspaper, we never, ever, ever once had a fear-based ad. Ever. And we turned them down. We got a lot of them submitted to us. Now, this was a free newspaper, so we were dependent upon advertising revenues. And to turn down an ad is serious. But no, we would take ads that announced something like, hi, our new restaurant opened. Here's where we are. Here's what we serve here. Hi, we have a bar on 51st Street. You might enjoy coming. That kind of stuff. But we have a store that sells some interesting antiques. Never did it say if you don't buy antiques from us, you're going to be ostracized and people will hate you and think you're stupid, you know. No, it's not. That's not the way it goes, man. It's just not. Uh, it's not cool to spread fear because they'll eat you. They will eat you alive uh, if if you do that. You can, you can be pretty smart about whipping up fear in the public, but sooner or later they're going to turn it on you. They're going to be afraid of you. It, just look at history, and you'll see. So I'm. Uh, that's by way of my saying that the card that I pulled for the uh, aura of, of society at the moment, just before the show started, is the, uh, is, is the tower struck by lightning. That is the sudden emergence of something horrible and earth shattering and changing. It's not always horrible, but it usually is pretty bad. I mean, I've yet to hear people. I mean, I've met people who've been struck by lightning. There was it, none of them thought it was the most enjoyable moment in their existence. That uh, one guy, one guy lost his toenails being hit by lightning. That that's not fun either. The uh, the the thing is, things up the upheaval comes into your life whether you want it or not. That's the nature of life. That's why I rarely make plans other than let's say i'll go to the supermarket and pick up some english muffins you know that kind of planning is cool otherwise you're going to open the refrigerator one day and find out that you're on a diet and you didn't even mean to be but long-term planning I, i i have a problem with that because that leads to ambition and ambition always leads to sorrow always there's two things that can happen that are tragic if you have an ambition i've seen it over and over again you can either get what you want or not get what you want. And each, each way, it really, it destroys people. So I just let life happen. That's the way I've been. I just let life happen. I have no ambition to do anything other than to just 
be me, enjoy life, and look around the world and help other people who want help. That's the do not help people who don't want help. I know these are called interventions, and you got to be very careful about that. As Alan Watts used to say, uh, let me save you from drowning, said the monkey to the fish as he took him out of the stream and put him safely up a tree. You may not know what you're doing when you help the person because you don't know that person's life necessarily. But, you know, that's, that's human nature is to, is to ignore what's happening to you and, and know what's best for other people. That's why I say repeatedly, do not ask a tarot reader what to do. Okay, we're going to spend some time tonight when I'm done bloviating that we're going to spend some time looking at tarot cards to investigate what's going on in our lives. And I my hat is off definitely to all you guys calling in because it's very difficult to uh, speak about problems and it's difficult to do it publicly with millions of people listening. And uh, and and I congratulate your courage. And trust me, as a guy who used to do public speaking for a living. Uh, I know the fear of public speaking and speaking in front of people. I hope I'm not talking to anybody out of calling. But uh, I, I did conquer that, obviously. <laughs> Whether it was for the good or not, time will tell. Uh, I'm a time as opposed to history. I'm certainly not egotistical enough to think that I'm going to alter history. But I have had an effect on some people's lives, as you have too. You may not know it. I'll tell you that story one day because I did change somebody's life. And uh, I had no idea. I didn't even know the person. The person stopped me and said, you changed my life. And I said, okay, sure. And then she told me what happened. And I realized, my God, I, I, I did. So you don't know. Just live your life in a, in a decent way. As William Soroyan said, and I urge everybody to see the James Cagney movie of Soroyan's great Pulitzer Prize winning play, The Time of Your Life. He turned down the, oh, please give me two minutes about to tell you this. I was at a, at a, a, a literary party years ago in Sardi's, the famous theatrical restaurant here in New York City. And I joined the party a little late. My wife was there first because I sat in the bar at Sardi's. When you walk into the left, there's this little bar, a gem of a bar. And I had a cocktail there and I did it there rather than at the table because I wanted to have a cigar. And uh, I had a chat with some people, some theater people. It was nice. And then I, I rejoined this long table filled with literary lights. And uh, none of whom, I, I mean, I would have known the names, I guess. But anyway, a woman next to me, an older woman, I, and, and I say this not out of ageism, but she said to me, I'm interested. What do, what, what, who's your favorite author? I'm interested in what young people are reading. Now, I really liked that young people part because I had just turned 40 and those of you who have just turned 40 know what I'm talking about uh, so I said to her well I'll tell you my favorite writer would have to be William Soroyan and she said oh why is that I said, well I think he understood human nature he was kind of a weird guy a sourpuss in many ways but an optimist in spite of himself but mostly what I like is he got a Pulitzer Prize for uh, his his play The Time of Your Life and he turned it down he said that uh, that uh, what was it? he said commerce and business has no right patronizing the artist, and this woman looks at me and says, "Oh, he did," and and was so frosty and just wouldn't talk to me after that, and it was so obvious to like the eighty people at the long banquet table there that when when we got home, my wife said, "What did you say to that woman?" I mean. 
what did you say to her? You know, and I said, I don't know. And I told her what I just told you. I said, what was her name? And she told me the name. And I said, well, now this was pre-internet. I mean, there may have been people with the internet in 1995, but I wasn't one of them. And, uh, and, and I said, um, I'll look her up. So I pulled out the Reader's Encyclopedia. And there she was, Gwendolyn Brooks, the first black woman to receive a Pulitzer Prize. And I had to shoot my mouth off about the glories of turning down a Pulitzer Prize, you see. So this is why I don't make plans. It's, you know, if I, if I had planned to meet some famous person and impress her, it couldn't have gone worse. You know? I had another, another similar, a similar occasion. I was at a, a bar, a restaurant bar, to meet a producer about a screenplay I was being hired to write. And one of the producers didn't show up, so I was sitting there talking to another, the other one who I'd never met before. And I'm looking out a window. We're looking, there's a window overlooking Fifth Avenue. This will show you the kind of luck I have, right? And at, those, at that period in time, in New York, it was legal. It's Ill, it's, it was outlawed. There was a truck that would drive by, and, and it was just a very slim truck with a billboard on it. And maybe it had room to carry one package to justify its existence as a truck. But really, all it did was drive, these trucks would drive around town and advertise things to the annoyance of people in traffic. And one went by and I said, look at that. You ever see those? They're called street blimps. I said to him, really proud of myself for knowing what the device is called. So it's the most annoying thing I've ever seen. And after a moment of silence, he said to me, I invented those. That's my company. That's where I'm getting the money to hire you to write this screenplay. Wonderful. You know, it's a small world, folks. It is a small, small, small world. <laughs> so be careful what you say to people. I'm not saying hide who you are. Be yourself. But sometimes, you know, life throws things at, at us. And, 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 and those are two examples. Maybe it's just me. If you ever... Uh, I would say put your foot in your mouth, but that doesn't begin to describe what I did. Denouncing the Pulitzer Prize to the first black Pulitzer Prize winner. Oh, I'm going to die. I can't even think about that to this day. Uh, but uh, And then the street blimp thing. So if you ever did that, just drop me a line at asktarot at earthlink.net and uh, let me know. I'd love to, Maybe I'll put a page up about that because that's definitely an example of synchronicity. Yes, I was obviously meant to meet those people at that time. But why? Why? What good did it do us? <laughs> what was the point? Is there any meaning to life? This and other questions will be answered as we look through the tarot tonight. Let's ring a bell three times to declare sacred space and get to the readings. Uh, again, I'll give you that email again first, though. It's asktarot at earthlink.net. If you don't get through tonight and you'd like to have a few cards pulled on the house, just drop me a line at asktarot at earthlink.net. And uh, ask for the free mini reading. I'll be very happy to do that. That generally answers all the questions anyway. And uh, magic-works.com, M-A-G-I-C-K-works.com is my website with all kinds of stuff except for those embarrassing stories. Should I put those on my website? I might as well. I just revealed it to the world. Anyway, let's get going with the readings. 
Now we're going to pull back the uh, curtain on the magical window for Bernie in Mount Dora, Florida. Hi, Bernie. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Hey, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing so well, grateful, I'm, I'm so doing well, but it's just Elliot. No, sir. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, oh. I'm getting old. I'm old, but now I don't think I'm there yet. Yeah. I still remember the first well, time somebody on the street called me Pops. Ooh, was I, was I still shiver. Yeah. Hmm. So what can I look at for you tonight? Yeah, uh, business opportunities. Um, you know, I, I, I have a kennel. I uh, breed and co-breed, collaborate dogs. I'm a like, medium intuitive uh, healer. Uh, whatever insights, whatever, I mean, you know, I'm really looking, uh, wondering, I'm like, you know, what I'm going to be you know, offering as far as services and packages and how to put these together. We you know how I'm going to basically uh, take care of my own survival needs too, you know, because, you know, a lot of what I've been doing, you know, recently, like friends of mine and stuff like that have been refusing to let me give them readings and things like that for free. But I typically don't, I don't know if it's maybe insecurity or the fact that I just really want to feel like I'm doing like some kind of pristine work that I know it's, you know, holiness has nothing to do with, you know, providing for you, you know, yes. I could obviously, let me, uh, let yeah, me, but, um, let me, let me tell you that there, I, I don't have really time to go into it, but there's a thing called the ritual economy where uh, specifically Reiki, for instance, it's one of the tenets of Reiki that you can't do it free, that if you do it free, it won't work. Which is an interesting concept. And uh, if you look into the history of Reiki, you'll see how that came about. Um, and there is a wonderful book on magic by David Conway. And I don't remember what the name of this one is. He just recently wrote another one. But I have it up at my website uh, under uh, cult books. And he reminds workers, because this money is a very difficult thing uh, for a lot of spiritual workers to to reconcile, right? Uh the, the adage is, if you're worth your labor, you're worth your keep. And there's no there's no shame in asking uh, for a fee on that. I'll tell you a funny story one time. My, uh, my wife uh, and I used to be besieged by people asking for business advice. Uh, because they knew that she knew her way around city government and she was uh, intimately involved with the political scene. And, you know, we would get and one day. Just to stop it, just to stop it, we, we formed a little company and decided to tell people that uh, it's gonna, a consultation is 125 bucks. you know. So if somebody said, well, here's my problem, what should I do? We would always say, you should hire a consultant and we do this, blah, blah, you know, and they didn't want to hear that. They wanted to know what to do. Well, oddly enough, it worked. It just stopped people from bothering us. But within a short period of time, we started getting paid to do this. The people did come around and start paying. They had no problem with it. Uh, as long as you're offering free stuff, a lot of people will just take advantage of that. But there's nothing wrong with charging money as long as it's a reasonable thing. I mean, as long as you don't charge, you know, thousands of dollars for something that's not really worth it. But sometimes it is worth thousands. I think the most I've ever charged for something was putting together a free, a free, that's so stupid, a full <laughs> magical kit to do a full ritual. And that was about 275 bucks. Uh, but but that, can, that had oils and candles and incense and I made the oils and incense myself. You know, all that stuff. Uh, so so there's, there's no real reason to do it for nothing. 
but you don't want to rip people off either because that comes back to you. But yeah, don't anybody contemplating this kind of work, you know, you may want to offer free readings and free stuff at the beginning to get experience, which is fine. And when I started doing tarot, I started by saying, uh, just pay whatever you want. And there were people who sneered at me and said, you're going to get ripped off. Only one person ever refused to pay me. And that person never even contacted me again. But everybody else, the least I got was 20 bucks for a, a reading. So you, you, you start doing it uh, what, what speed you're at. You know, it, it's, it's look, giving away samples is nothing wrong right. with that. I mean, now I do a free mini reading for Ask One Radio listeners, and there are a lot of people who think of that as a free sample, meaning I'm going to rope you in to <laughs> to a full reading during right. that. But I found that the the, uh, the 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 mini the free mini reading I offer, I'd say 99% of the time, uh, it, it gives all the answers that the person needs, and I'm doing that as a courtesy because a lot of people don't like to speak in public with going on in their lives. And uh, and why not? You know, the Ask One Radio audience has been good to me, so I want to give something back. But that's a whole different ballgame. Um, but don't be, you know, money is, is shouldn't get in the way, if you know what I mean. It, it, people, it, people, if people pay for what they think is worth paying for. Now, let me, right. choose, I, pulled, I pulled some cards for you, and there's some interesting stuff here. I need to ask you one thing. Has something very disappointing happened to you lately? Yeah, you know, honestly, I can't put my finger on it, but there's been a feeling of disappointment. You know, things haven't been going exactly the way that I want it. You know, I know that we're not, I, I, I guess maybe letting go, not trying to control everything in my life. But, um, you know, yeah. things have happened that, uh, you know, in my favor, you know, uh, me thinking, you know, possibly, you know, <laughs> Obviously, I was thinking the wrong thing because when actual, in all actuality, when I realized what happened, I was completely favored and completely blessed uh -huh. beyond measure. Well, that's but good. I, it, my, it's it's good to see that in retrospect. My, it's yeah, it's, diffi my, it's <laughs> difficult to deal with it while it's happening. I, let me tell you, I ask you this because I got two cards about that. The first two cards, one is the Five of Cups which is about a partial loss, and it shows a person who is focused on three spilled cups and doesn't see two cups behind him that are full. Uh, but the, the implication in that card is that you're going to turn around eventually and see that you didn't lose as much as you thought you did. And that's followed by the Nine of Swords, which is about sadness, uh, which tells me that you're, there's some feeling of sadness that you have because of something that didn't work out. Now, that's, that's the only bad news here. Because the rest of it is is pretty damn good here. I've got the Ace of Rods, which means it's something, a new opportunity in terms of businesses coming your way. That's followed by the Ten of Cups, which is great happiness. That's followed by the Ace of Coins, which means a new stream of money. The Ace of Rods and the Ace of Coins together is very powerful for business. And that's followed by the Sun, which is a card of health and healing and growth and happiness. So yes, I, absolutely. It, see, it seems to me that you're on a very good track now, but you're a little bit preoccupied with something that didn't work out. And you will be until you don't need to be anymore. Well, the thing is, is you know, I just want things to happen quicker than you know, they've been happening. Like, I, I don't want to have to deal with, uh, you know, uh, the law or anything to do with the law and the legal system. I want, you know, my charges to be dropped. I want, you know, financial freedom to where I'm not feeling like I'm being controlled or manipulated or you know, uh, 
that other people have some type of authority over me. I want to be sovereign completely. Well, and, there's, um, there's, yeah, that's, that's, there's ways to do that. Uh, but you, it, it, it involves giving things up. Uh, you have a legal case against you at the moment, I take it? Yeah, uh, two different counties, actually, two different counties for criminal, and one that was dropped in the system, supposedly on the computer, but I don't know exactly, because basically the judge told me to write a an apology letter. Uh-huh. And um, I have no idea what the, um, excuse my French, I, no, I, I have no idea I have no idea what to apologize for. I was going through a Kundalini awakening and all these memories and think all these things were coming up, which I had no idea, um, you know, were basically just signs to tell me, you know, that to remind me of basically, um, you know, yeah. my, my stepmother basically sexually abused me. You know, people are all around me are telling me that it didn't happen, but I know for a fact that it happened. And I knew that this company, because of, you know, my intuition, obviously, my faith that uh, these companies and the world were going to, you know, basically invest into getting, you know, this fix for me and for other people that, that you know, need this fix. And, um, you well, know, the company you, ended up coming around. And do, you have, do you have the ability to read, uh, to get hold of and look at transcripts of, your, of the court case so that you can at least see who and what the judge is talking about? Because I understand that in traumatic cases, we tend to forget. And listen, as to your language, uh, my wife and I just finished almost two years of a lawsuit. And uh, our, our language would make a, a, a sailor who'd been lost at sea bluff, blush So after that. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I understand. This is immense pressure, this kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, please, you know, it, it was nothing I, out of a you know, Ellen no, Tan or out of trying to scare anybody or anything. I was going through an awakening of my yeah. own, and um, you know, the person was my uh, my best girl. I guess you could say girlfriend, friend that you know is a girl of all time, the best pure pristine you know relationship in connection soulfully, like in in divine purity. You know, not not in perversion, not in anything, you know, mm-hmm. out of uh, alignment with like just pure, just pure love, unconditional love. Well, know? let me tell you, let, and, uh, let me, let, let's look at, the, at some cards here about it. Cause what I'm seeing is that uh, overall I've got the justice card here, which is absolutely perfect. You know, if you hadn't told me about a court case going on, or at least one, I would have known from that card appearing. And the six of rods, which is, is it's about success. So it's telling me that this is going to work out well for you. You're going to be able yeah. to handle it. So just if you can, if you can't get through with what the judge is saying, consult a lawyer. That's the best thing. I, I I'm a very big believer in lawyers. I mean, uh, it, it's, well, the thing it, is, is also I'm disabled. You know, I'm in your okay. filling out disability paperwork. And you yeah. know, realizing as I'm filling well, then out. You, then the the disability lawyers may be able to help you with that because you know it's almost impossible to get disability without going through a legal system. Uh, so I uh, check that I, out. I, I didn't. I, I went actually to uh, you know the hospital. I was hospitalized, and yeah. you know they they did all the work for me. But basically, you know, in realizing all this, uh, you know, through this process, it was basically what happened was after the, the sexual trauma, I, I repressed the memory to try to survive in the normal three D world. 
Yeah. And um, because well, yeah, you know, that's that's what happened. I I can I, I I absolutely identify with that. I had there's something that happened in my childhood that I didn't remember until I was in my 30s, and it was a shocker. Yeah, yeah. Once exactly, I remembered exactly, it, and right? it it was absolutely real. Um, so listen, I, I'm just telling you that you, you, the cards are very favorable to you. You know, whether or not that means you're going to, quote, win the lawsuit or lose the, the criminal case. The point is well, that yeah, what, no, the, end, the ending, the, the way it works out is going to be good for you. Let me put it that way. OK, you're going to you're, yes. you're going to get through this. And and, and it, 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 this is interesting because here's part of the key is this. It's the six of cups. You really don't need to hear this, but I'm going to tell you because it may confirm what you're feeling. The Six of Cups is about childhood memories. Okay, so yeah. there's, so you know that's the key. Well, I've got to run, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to light a candle after the show, a, a nice white candle to send energy your way to help you to uh, uh, resolve, build up your resolve to help deal with this and to get other people to understand what you're going through. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, because it's, it's you Central County, very... the civil, and then Orange and Lake County are the criminal. Uh, okay. Just hoping everything gets dropped. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's I'm getting good cards here. You know, the, the Justice yeah. card is is a good one here, and the Sun, all these cards. So I'll, I'll I'm going to make sure that I help send some positive energy your way. Okay. Much, much appreciation and gratefulness. Thank you. Blessings to you. Bye bye now. And you're listening to Reverend Elliot's Magical Window with me, Reverend Elliot, on the Ask One Radio Network. Yeah, you know, sometimes we get into so many problems in life and it traces so far back. But it's a, the healing process hurts, you know, and, and, and it, uh, who among us hasn't been there, right? Pat in Hoboken, New Jersey is next. Hi, Pat. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Pat in Hoboken, are you with us? Yes, Reverend Elliot. How are oh, you? Hi. Good, good. How are you doing? Pat, you there? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I thought I lost you. I have a very, uh, I have very fond feelings for Hoboken. Uh, how are things over there? Really? Right yeah. Well, really? first, to, yeah. I mean, I got my first break in show business from an actor who uh, still lives in Hoboken. Although I oh think my he's, God. yeah, it's uh, uh, he he was he was a wonderful guy. He was he's not, he's not dead, I mean, but he still lives in Hoboken. He's a hypnotherapist, uh, and uh, we keep in touch now and then, but not very. Oh, long. I think I know who you mean. Yeah, he was in a couple of hit movies, like Thank God It's Friday and The Choir Boys, you know. So, uh, yeah, he I was. I think I know uh, who you mean. Named Joe, Joe, right? Chuck. Chuck, I know him. I went to him hypnotherapy. Yeah, it's a Chuck Chuck and Connie. I yes. think they were on they were on Washington Street, I believe. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's been so long since it's I've been there. Garden Street, but I don't know where they are these days. I went to it was many years ago when I went for the therapy. Yeah, well, he uh, he what he he was a, a a really good comic, and and he gave and an actor, and he gave me uh, my first work as a joke writer. And he taught me so many things about the nature of the entertainment business. Uh, God, that was just beautiful. And uh, I mean, it, it, I couldn't have gotten, a, I, I couldn't have fallen into the hands of a better mentor in my uh, early years. So, Pat, oh, wow. enough, enough about me. <laughs> it's about you that you're calling. What can I look at for you? All right. So funny you should talk about that. I was doing stand up for a while. 
But oh, I yeah. stopped doing it because, because of the COVID and then because there's too much energy. What I really am doing that, just in a website, I'm a, I'm a spiritual psychic medium, clairvoyant, animal communicator. You know, let me tell you, I think, in my experience, a, a, a lot of comics have psychic abilities, and I'll tell you why. Uh, long ago about politics, Lyndon Johnson said, if you can't walk into a room and tell who's for you and who's against you, you're in the wrong business. And it's the same, it's the same with comedy. With you, you, uh, uh, the successful comic can get on a stage and look at the audience and know if it's, if it's, if the audience is with them or not. You know, and, 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 and you yeah, guys. That's what know, makes it hard, being an empath. I could pick up their negativeness, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very important because if you don't have that kind of ability to read the group mind, you're not going to get anywhere as a comic. You're just not. I know. You know? But fortunately, it isn't uncommon. I mean, everybody can and, do it. Uh, and you know? and uh, just too much energy right now. Right now, I'm concentrating on doing the psychic ability because not everybody, everybody. Well, the world is a, the world yeah, is like a, the world is like a, a a psychic echo chamber right now. You know, it's just really you feel it, right? Yeah, yeah. People people need us now. Yeah, yeah. What would you like to look at? I just want to see how things are going to go. I have a new website, and I'm going to start making money uh, from my readings. I mean, I I do readings, but few and far between. I want to do more, like every every uh, every week, a couple of readings. Well, the first card I have is the high priestess. That's very good. That's a, the woman who sees behind the veil. That's the person, the veil being what separates this world from the next. Uh, right. the, the, so this is a woman of, of mysterious powers. Uh, the strength card is here, which shows that you have the ability to stick it out. Let me tell you something. Folks uh, should know that if anybody can get up on the stage and do stand-up, they can just about do anything. <laughs> Because you know, uh, the, the the great comic is uh, recently passed away, Uncle Dirty. He likened the stand-up comic to a boxer, you know, because it's just you and them, right? It's just you and the other guys, and you got to win them over, you got to beat them out. Uh, but yeah, this is it, this is telling me that you'll do all right with this. Um, Let me tell you. Here's here's what I, I I can almost see what's going on. I can almost tell you exactly. Uh, here, okay, you're going to be disappointed once you start doing this, okay? And that's a card I see. You're going to be disappointed, but you're going to make changes to what you're doing, and that is going to help you wipe away any obstacles, and then you'll succeed. Okay, and I'll tell you where I get that. The Three of Swords is a card of sadness. The Six of Swords is a card of moving yourself from where you are to where you want to be. The Seven of Rods is a card of eliminating all obstacles. And then the World is a card of assured success. I can if, understand that. So if you're, you, you're going to set this up and it isn't going to work out as well as you want, don't let that crush you because you're, you'll figure out a way to make it work. Most of the time when people fail at something... I have found that they, they've decided that they failed at it and they stop. Now, sometimes that's just called good judgment. Other times it may be premature. But I see that you're going to do it and, and, and you're going to pull it off and you're going to do all right with it. 
Uh, you definitely yeah. get a website. Definitely start a website and offer yeah, I'm this. I'm a woman already in North Carolina. Already, uh, getting one up for me. Good, good. And you offer this around the world, and you'll you'll hear from people. You know, maybe you you'd want to look into uh, working it through uh, Ask One Radio. You know, I mean, this is a great way for people to get to know you and and know what That's you do. Too. Now, do you see me doing any of the comedy at all? Because um, I'm always I'm always funny anyway. I'm I'm not seeing. This is interesting. I'm not seeing much in the way of financial reward from yeah, the comedy. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I, that's but, why I stopped it. Yeah. But I do see that the the comedy is is emotionally fulfilling to you, and it's something that you've wanted to do all your life. So that just because something isn't financially rewarding doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Just as conversely. Something that is financially rewarding isn't necessarily the best thing to do, you know. So, yeah, uh, but, only, only but I, 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 I'm saying if you do just thing. don't, you've got to stick to the other stuff, uh, if, if, because you have to, you have to build trust with people. Yeah, people have to understand that you're not just. Look, we start at a very negative position who do occult work because newspapers never do stories about just ordinary advisors or mediums or readers. They always run stories about the charlatans. Now, if they covered if they covered dentists like that, we'd all have our teeth falling out. If they covered auto mechanics like that, nobody would get their car repaired. But they always, they love headlines like saying, the police arrested a psychic. Why didn't she see it coming? You know, that's, their, that's the one thing they love. But they don't talk about the, the millions of everyday path workers and uh, esoteric workers who help people and guide people successfully and, and, and don't bleed them. And that's my first rule uh, for people if they look for a worker. To help them out, a card reader, a medium, anything. If you feel worse after you saw that person than you did before that person, you're seeing that person, don't go back. Because they're just trying to rip no, you everybody off. Everybody always tells me they feel better by reading. Good. That's the whole point. Yeah, because it's true. Now, sometimes you've got to deliver bad news in a reading. It doesn't happen very often. But it, because I, my theory is because people who get a reading are asking for advice. And people who ask for advice are open to solutions. And people who are open to solutions solve problems, you know. But if you do have to deliver bad news, you can do it. You'll learn how to do it gracefully and you'll learn how to do it to keep going. So if somebody pays me for like a half hour reading and the half hour mark comes up and I see something really horrible there. And I tell them about it. I'll keep reading for them, and I won't charge them anymore because the oh, reading. Oh yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. Con- continuing the reading is my idea, not theirs. You know, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this is this is very important. Uh, the whole point. See, when people deliberately scare somebody, they're doing it to soften them up, so that they can uh, sell them something. And that's not what we're about. Not at all. Oh, I know. And, and you know that. that. So no, what I'm seeing is you. You know what it is? Because I have a history in the entertainment business with, with comedians and working myself as one who didn't in the 80s. But I was doing it for different reasons uh, than they were. And, and uh, so I never quite fit in, but I had, a, I had a ball. Oh, God, I loved it. But combine them both, you know, let's just combine them both. 
when I write my books about magical work and esoteric work, well, I think they're funny. And I can tell because I'm laughing already, you see. So I must be funny. I make myself laugh. But of course, I, I tell everybody I'm a, I'm a psychic medium extra large, and I tell my jokes telepathically. So if uh-huh. you think of something funny, it's me. That's good. <laughs> See, keep it going because I'll tell you what you did get. How long were you doing stand-up work? Uh, since 2012, and then, uh, and then I, I stopped right by okay. the pandemic. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. You've been doing it. You've been doing this. If you've been doing this like 10 years, you know how yeah, to talk. I about people. six years. Yeah, but I know how to do it though. You know how to, yeah, you know how to talk to people. That's, that's the whole point. You know how to communicate. That's the only reason I did that. I know this is going to sound unbelievable to people, but I was extraordinarily shy. I was terribly, oh, wow. terribly shy. And I thought I could get by making a living writing jokes for comedians, but that doesn't work because you always get dissatisfied with the way they do it. So what I did was I forced myself to be a comedian, to get on the stage. Oh, that was so difficult. But I did it because I wanted to learn how to talk. And then that's, you yeah. know, and, 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 now, and nobody can, now they can't they barely shut me up, right? <laughs> did a lot of good. No, I know. I mean, so I so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing your, yeah. your strength. Here's the card. The card is the Ten of Cups, which is great happiness. Your strength is going to come from combining the two. But don't, I've got to run because I want to get one more call in. But I don't, yeah. don't, don't let that initial disappointment put you off, okay? Because you're going to get right. what you want. And I can okay. find you online to do a proper pay reading? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm at uh, magic-works.com, M-A-G-I-C-K-works.com. And uh, you can also, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch you can also, I, I really, you can find, like you can find me. You can find me through Ask One Radio. You can find me. Just Google Reverend Elliot's Magical Window. You can find me uh, anywhere. And it's Reverend, uh, Reverend Elliot. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you have salt and pepper card in here? Do I have salt and pepper hair? Yeah. Uh, well, around the sides, at the top, it's a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah Okay. Yeah. Well, what's, what's left really of my what's left of my hair? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know the old joke. I used to have brown wavy hair. Little did I know it was waving goodbye. So, <laughs> <laughs> drop me a line, and uh, I'll be happy to read for you. Oh, we'll talk again. Thank you so much. Great. Bye bye now. And uh, let's see. If we get right to another reading. See if we can get one more in. Andrea in Simpsonville, Kentucky. Hi, you're on with Reverend Elliot. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Gosh, I love Kentucky. I've never been there, but I've certainly consumed so much bourbon in my life. You know, I love. I, I love. I'm well, we're part- supposed to be getting some sweet tonight, so it's oh, good. Oh boy, good. I, I, I just, I've got so much bourbon in me. I'm practically part of Kentucky. So, what can I look at for you? Um, I guess I would like to look at uh, my career or just any messages you have for me. Okay. Well. Well, this is interesting. This this is see. I wish we had a little more time, but it's it's quite good. The first card is the magician. That's a person who can take spiritual power and spiritual energy from above and use it here on Earth, uh, and 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 get results from it. It's, and has all the tools. So you're a very powerful person. Uh, the three of cups is here. That means that something good is going to happen to you, uh, and it's going to come about through your friends. 
The emperor is here. That's a person who can take control, can take command, who can take charge. If we're talking about work and career, you're a, a go-getter you, and, you, and you know how to run things. You have managerial skills. Uh, the high priestess is here, so you have great insight. Now, you have three major cards here, which tells me this is a very important uh, a question in your life. Um, I'm seeing a lot of good stuff here. The nine of cups is great physical enjoyment and pleasure. Uh, the six of rods is success. Uh, the Ten of Cups is great happiness. I think you're going to be doing fine. I think you're on a good track. What kind of work do you do? Um, I actually just graduated um, nursing school in December. Oh boy, that's you're going to do really well because I'm 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 just seeing I'm seeing a whole bunch of good stuff here. Now the important thing here is the Eight of Cups. That's a card that's very interesting because it shows what kind of person you've been, which is a person who can walk away from what is not working in life and go to what is. So you're very clear about making decisions about what's good for you. Oh, there's the Ten of Cups again, that card of great happiness. So you're you're on the path that's taking you from what you were to what you want to be. This is also uh, shown in the Six of Swords, but this is more emotional than it is intellectual, that you, 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 you know what to do to take care of yourself and, and, and to get what you need. Uh, the eight of coins is a person who starts a new job and does very well at it, works diligently at it and is, and, and, and succeeds and it leads to many other things. So you're on a good path. You're on a very good path. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. Is there anything else you want to look at? I have a couple of moments. I don't really know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. And uh, if, you know, if you think of anything, you can drop me a line. I'm, I'm at asktarot at earthlink.net, and that goes for anybody who wants uh, to ask a few questions. So th- thanks for calling, and thanks for all the bourbon. All right, thank you. Bye-bye now. And Bye-bye. look at that. We, we've come to the end of another thrilling edition of Reverend Elliot's <laughs> Magical Window. And uh, I have uh, I missed a couple of shows the last couple of weeks because of uh, excruciating lower back pain, which I thought had gone away. And then I decided to uh, carry 25 pounds of tomato paste up three flights of stairs. Uh, I don't know where you live, but you must have heard me scream. I I, I was thinking of writing a book about things you can do with tomato paste. I mean, edible wise, edible things. I'm not that kinky. I think, uh, uh, I mean, I, one of my favorite things to do with tomato paste is I have a killer, killer recipe that I came up with for tomato bisque soup. Uh, I make a wonderful uh, puttanesca sauce from tomato paste. I, uh, what else do I do? I know that purists will be mad at me for this, but I do make a, a gumbo with uh, a tomato base. But I guess that's more of a jambalaya than with okra in it. Who knows? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not. I don't want to get into arguments down south about uh, uh, okra, but I love okra. And uh, hey, maybe I should have been a southerner. I, you know, I eat okra all the time. I sip bourbon. I have a great old time. So I missed a couple of shows because there's really nothing entertaining or amusing about hearing a person screaming in agony every couple of moments for a half hour, an hour. You know. But if you, uh, if you, if you want to make up for lost time and talk to me privately, hey, I'm, I'm up for that. You can reach me at asktarot at earthlink.net. Ask Tarot at earthlink.net. 
net. And that is my email. And like I've said uh, several times, I offer a free mini reading, a free consultation. I generally charge like 25, 30 bucks for a consultation. But that's really to keep the curiosity seekers away. I don't, you know, I, I know that you're not curiosity seekers. I know that you're serious about this because you're listening to the Ask One Radio Network. And I do, too. Oh, gosh. I sometimes think I might get a lot more done in life if I didn't listen to the Ask One Radio Network and watch their videos. And uh, But it's, it's so fascinating. I get there's so many new people here that uh, I, I just I, I, I'm, a, I'm probably the biggest fan of Ask One Radio and, and, and glad to be part of it. And like I keep hinting, we are going to be uh, doing a little expanded version of this show. Uh, the same time frame and the same, same time, but with a little bit more, a little bit more for your senses to appreciate. That's coming. I'm just, uh, I'm rather slothful these days. I think I, I mentioned this, that uh, my wife and I had been involved in a lawsuit for years. I sued her. <laughs> no, we were on the same side. And uh, it, it went on for a, like maybe a little under two years. And, oh, man, that can be annoying, especially when the other side outright lies. And we had a wonderful lawyer who we've never met, you know, because pandemic, right? Everything was done by Zoom and all that, but he came highly recommended. And he was really, really wonderful. You couldn't ask for anything more. And and that just derailed us uh, for so long. But But concluding it was a shock. You know, something that goes on for almost two years and suddenly it's gone. You know, you get used to worrying about it. You get used to uh, uh, being concerned about it. And suddenly this thing is gone. You know, life changes can be weird. This is I pointed this out many times. Psychological stress units caused by changes in life are the same for divorce as for marriage. So I bother just go get divorced. Right. Or the old joke says, I don't want to get married again. I'm, I'm just going to find some woman I can't stand and give her a house. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, I heard this in my mind. Yeah, that's better. I knew a guy got divorced and he kept the, he kept two houses. So what can you do? So listen, that's my marital advice and I'm sticking to it. Till we get together next week on February 30th. This is Reverend Elliot saying who you are is the universe's gift to you. Who you become is your gift right back to the universe contact me and we'll talk about that one bye bye now <laughs>